Welcome to Commission Impossible. My name is Scott Fish. With me today, as always, is Ryan McDowell, the godfather of Dynasty, uh, sending mean tweets to to Rich Rebar about picking in our Dynasty draft we're currently in. I love That's right. It. That's right. Keeping them in line here. Keep them in line. Anyway, we've become known for our commissioning over the years. Got together, started a podcast, help other commissioners out. We listen to your questions and we answer them. Uh, We read them and then we answer them. We don't listen to them. We should allow audio questions on here, Ryan. Why not? Oh, we need a call-in show. Oh, I love it. I love the idea of it. Hey, and Uh, it worked. Rich picked. Rich made a pick. Boom. We're we're moving forward. Who did he pick? Mike Williams. Okay. Okay. I, I was going to say that you even answering that question might make this show not evergreen. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's true. That's true. Oh, no. Interesting league ideas we talk about. People have sent us. Uh, we go over uh, lots of stuff. So uh, you can email us, which I didn't say on the last episode, commishpod at gmail.com. How are we expected to get emails if you don't email us or I don't say it on the show? Email us, commishpod at gmail.com. Now, on to the show. Ryan McDowell, I got nothing in advance today. Let's just hit up some questions and and get her done. Let's do it. First who question. Was, wait, who was that back in the day? Get her done. Who was that dude? Get her. That's Larry the Cable Guy, right? Larry the Cable. Oh, that's it. Yeah. yeah no, that's you're it. right. You got it. You got it. All right. Let's go to the questions. All right, Larry. First <laughs> question is from Chase from Greenfield, Indiana. Uh, Chase says. I am starting a 32-team NFL mock league. The idea is that the league mocks all NFL rules. Like makes fun of them? Like Uh, pass interference stuff? Probably, yeah. (laughs) Uh, This means no duplicating players, no no multiple copies. My biggest question is what to do with the roster. Currently, I have it set at 15 players starting a super flex, a one uh, one running back, two wide receivers, one tight end, and two flex. Eight bench. Uh, what are your thoughts? Any other ideas for this league are welcome. <sighs> well, um, I guess my first thought is the idea is that the league mocks all NFL rules. I mean, does that mean we're we're talking about a contract league? And if that's what we're doing, then why do you have a super flex? I don't know. It says super flex, but I don't know how you have a super flex with a 32 team one copy league. So yeah, uh, maybe he just meant a, a quarterback there. Yeah, it's uh, got to be Team QB. I think he means Team QB because every th- I think every single not all of them, no, but most of the thirty-two teamers I've done were Team QB. Right, right, that yeah. makes sense. Um, one running back, two wide receivers, one tight end, two flex. That part all makes sense. Um, I guess it just depends on how tightly you want to get into that. That's a really deep bench for a thirty-two teamer, honestly. That's that 15, is, 15 players times 32 teams is is a very deep league. Yeah, I actually hadn't even thought of that about that. I haven't played in a league like this except for uh, some of the ones you ran. I guess the yeah. the one to – what was it, Scott? One to 128. Yeah, I guess that was that was a 32-team league, right? Yeah, yeah. but that that's just that, – that's that was, just It's different like for sure. Team positions. I feel like – the last 32 teamer I ran, there was a, a real 32 teamer like this was something like start six or seven. And it was like a 10 to 12 man full roster, like a 12 man full roster. And I feel like even that was deep. Like, I feel yeah. like I, I feel like it was 12 man. And I feel like I remember near the end of it going should have made this shorter. 
Yeah, yeah. Um, too too deep. Um, so I think I think the lineups yeah. are fine. Uh, that that um, Chase has in mind here. Uh, again, it just depends on how closely you want to follow and mimic the NFL. And and if you want to do that, then I, I, I guess you could eliminate flexes. You know, maybe maybe it's maybe you're starting five players: quarterback, running back, two wide receivers, and a tight end. Um, mm. But not it, all NFL teams don't even have the same starting lineup. Some start three wide receivers, some start two tight ends. So there's some flexibility there as well. So I'm just going to throw the math out here. A 15-man roster on a 32-team league would be the same as a 12-team league having 40-man rosters. So you're really getting thin. Yeah, yeah. So so maybe maybe narrow that down, maybe five-man bench. I might go 12 Um, players on the 32-teamer. Yeah. Cause that, that uh, basically puts you in the like, you know, low thirties for, and that's pretty, that's a normal dynasty number. Chase's next question is with this league in mind, it's the, <clears throat> it's the first league I've commissioned, not knowing many of the owners I'm writing bylaws at the moment and worried about the idea of collusion. If, and when it comes up, how do you go about investigating? Secondly, should any case of collusion mean an immediate termination of the owners and should there be, or should there be less extreme discipline? Um, I wouldn't terminate them. I might kick them out of the league. I would not terminate <laughs> them. No. Um, okay, so collusion, it's tough to investigate, um, especially when these are, you know, they're online leagues and you don't really know these people. If, if they're just basically random strangers from Twitter or from a, the DLF forums or wherever, wherever you're finding people. I would just say collusion is one of those, you know, it when you see it, Uh, if somebody makes a terrible trade and, uh, and And I can tell you from experience, this is going to be really tough in a 32 teamer because I've seen trades in 30 and I haven't played uh, full disclosure. I haven't played in a 30, a true 32 teamer for at least six or more years. It's, it was probably the like 2012 range since the last time I played in that that format. But I do remember like somebody has nobody at running back and they're forced to make a trade that looks bad, but they have to because there's nothing in a 32 teamer out there. Nothing startable. Yeah. That's a really good point. It's going to make, I I do remember trades like that and you're going to see trades that are like, oof, that's really rough, but really take into consideration the roster construction when looking at those trades. Just, I mean, that's just a heads up, but you were talking on the collusion side, Ryan. Yeah, I, I think that's a good point to insert there. Um, but as far as collusion, yeah, I think it. I think it's fine to uh, to go ahead and remove owners if you think there's clear and obvious collusion. I don't. I don't have a problem with that. I also wouldn't really have a problem with giving them a second chance. Um, I, I'm. I could kind of go either way there. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, collusion is always very difficult to uh, to to prove you know, the, the, uh, you know, when you see a thing, um, you, you could probably tell by if that they have multiple trades, you, you could probably have MFL check IPs. Um, I, I don't know what other methods you have. Um, like safe leagues has a laundry list of things we can look into for collusion. It's, it's borderline unfair. We can really check out a lot of stuff. 
because everybody has to go through identity verification. And when you go through that, we get a lot of stuff <laughs> that we can take a look if you live like a block apart from someone or whatever. But uh, as far as in a normal league, it's, it is, it's really tough and it's, it's also really rare. Um, you're just gonna have to be a good judge with that. Um, but yeah, like Ryan said, and uh, the last thing I, I'm kind of jumping in on your, your, uh, <laughs> your question. Go the last it. thing is he heard on an earlier podcast about the pirate theme league, loved it so much. He'd like to create one as well. Um, he loves everything revolving around the pirate theme. This is, this is the one where you, you know, you play it. We pink slip leagues, pirate mm-hmm. leagues, whatever mm-hmm. you steal a player from the other team. Uh, he mentioned uh, calling the players, stolen called booty and the booty gets thrown back into the draft the following year. I believe that was the same rule that we talked about the other time. Um, He also mentions designating a first mate who is excluded from being booty. I don't remember that from the other email, but it might've been in there, but definitely booty and booty getting thrown back into the draft the next year was in the other, one of the other emails we got about a pirate league. So uh, I love it. Yes. uh, It is a good idea. So thanks from chase from Greenfield Indiana? Did we just Indiana, right? Yes. Yep. Yes, Indiana. All right. Was there anything else on that one? Or I did did I just did I steamroll or was it good? No, that was it. Okay. That was it. You're up. All right. This one is from Ben from Wisconsin. By the way, thank you to these people recently for putting uh, our listeners for putting their where they're from in their emails. I, we absolutely love that. It's, it's probably one of our favorite things of this show is when people tell us where they're from. Uh, so Ben from Wisconsin. Hey, guys. I have one question and one idea for you. How do you determine draft order for orphan teams? I had three owners leave and am doing a dispersible draft. The teams which left finished 12th, 10th, 5th. My thought was because they will all have completely new teams that I would have them draft before the playoff teams, but after all the other teams, then rotate teams every other round. Thanks for your input. Here's what we do. Uh, it's at least what I do, and I'm 99.9999% sure that's what you do, Ryan. You throw all their draft picks into the dispersal draft. That's right, it. Ryan? That yep. is what we do. You, you you let them draft those draft picks. You, you, you don't try to figure out where they go. You take if, – if owner A had the sixth pick in every round, you throw those in the dispersal draft. And then that owner number owner number two or whatever can draft the 106 if he wants to. You know, it's uh, – you draft the picks right along with the players when you're doing the dispersal like that. So that's, that's what we do. Um, I don't know that I would go the route you would. I think if you have not done the dispersal draft yet, the, th- throw the picks in the dispersal draft. If you have done the dispersal draft, how how are we helping him here, Ryan? If he's are if they've are let's I don't know that they have, but let's say he has. How would you do it? Have hmm. another draft. <laughs> have another dispersal draft for the picks. Uh, well, no. Um. <laughs> Let's in see, reverse I, order, in reverse order of the first <laughs> dispersal draft. You know, I, it's kind of messy. Yeah, I mean, you could do that. Uh, you could do something. I really liked your idea that you mentioned on the blueprint when we were discussing another topic. You come up with a total team value, whether you're using uh, DLF ADP or if you're using the DLF trade analyzer. Um, maybe you find a total team value and and 
award picks that way potentially. Yeah. I see if he's if he has done the dispersal draft, it's really put it in a rough situation where um these teams finish 12th, 10th and 5th. And if you don't put these new three teams in those positions, you're either hurting or helping the other teams in the league. You know, like uh, it's it, it's a rough it's a rough situation there. Um, God, I hope he has not done the dispersal draft. But yeah, the <laughs> you can. I'm just looking at the way he's talking about doing it. Have non playoff teams go, then then the 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 teams you know the new teams rotated every round and then the playoff teams i guess that's an okay way to do it if you've already done your dispersal draft and you have to figure out the picks that way um it looks like it's two bad teams and one good team so you're probably going to get two bubble three bubble playoff teams or worse from that setup probably three non playoff teams almost yeah um so you would want them so like it almost feels not good enough to give them picks um, after the the non-playoff teams from last year. Uh, I suppose there would be four non-playoff teams from last year. So I guess that's fair. I guess that's fair. So they'd be drafting, you know, 5th, uh, 6th, then. It says 6th, 7th, 8th, but I think it's really 5th, 6th, 7th. Well, I'm assuming I don't think it's that. I'm assuming this is a 12 team league. Yeah. One of these teams finished 12th and one finished 10th. So, so now so now whoever had the whoever finished 11th now has lucked into the 101. Uh, I don't like that. Yeah, that's but you could argue that 11th place team after the dispersal is probably now the worst team as well. Um yeah, the, I think we've given a few ideas and and your idea is not not terrible it's just if you have not done the dispersal draft and i don't know when the same email came in i know it's within the last month so hopefully it's you know what actually i think it's within the last week or so so hopefully you haven't done that yet put the picks in the dispersal draft um wow here's the idea i've heard you guys say expanding leagues is hard i haven't had to use it but i formulate an idea which doesn't require an entire redraft and i want to know your thoughts um Every owner gets to franchise protect two to three players. Two owners snake draft picking players from unprotected players. To prevent new teams from taking best remaining players each round, a startup ADP source is selected. A player with an ADP in, a, in an earlier round than current cannot be picked. So in the, if you're in the third round, you can't pick a player that has an AP, ADP greater than that, greater than 28, which is the 14-teamer here. Um, also to prevent... One team from being purged. A team cannot have a second player removed from their team until at least one team. Yeah, we've heard that one before. That mm-hmm. you have to take a player from each team before you can go back to a second team. So to prevent one team from being purged, a team cannot have a second player removed from their team until at least one has been taken from every team, uh, and so on. Second player, third player. Uh, yeah, we've we've talked about that one before for sure. Um, and and every you know expansion has protecting X amount of players. I don't agree with the protecting two or three players though, Ryan. I feel like it should be closer to the starting lineup. And expansion teams should come in knowing that they'll be at a disadvantage. Yes, I totally agree. I, I don't think that's uh, that's not enough. Um, 
yeah, you just you've got to give. I mean, teams have built up. Hopefully, have have built their teams up to a, a good spot, and yeah, it, and they've just, worked very hard for years on that. And if you're only keeping two or three, it's that's really that's really a kick in the something teeth. Yeah. Let's say teeth. <laughs> teeth. It's not enough. Not enough. Got to ah, protect a I, lot I, more. I like to protect the starting line at plus one. That's what. Yes. That's kind of my go to. Yep. Uh, the starting like lineup to... is is a good number as well. Obviously. Yep, I, I'm with you. I, I think it's starting lineup plus. I don't I don't know if that is a plus one, plus two, plus four, whatever, but I feel like it's you you need to be protecting more than the starting lineup. And expansion teams come in knowing they're at a disadvantage, but also they're in in the ones that I've recommended, they get the top rookie picks too, like down the line. So they'll be able to rebuild. Uh, five draft picks are allowed to be picked. However, all first and second round picks are protected. So basically they get to steal third and fourth rounders from people. I don't know how much that helps, but it's, it's something there. The first round of a rookie, it almost might be too much given that people, teams are only protecting two to three players. Um, he's given a lot to these expansion teams. The first round of the rookie drafts is in order of which teams had players removed from teams. Sequential rounds are selected as normal. Um, Okay, <laughs> there there are a lot of rules to it. Uh, we went over them, and that's that's definitely a way to do it. Uh, I I definitely like the rule of uh, you can't poach uh, a second player until every team has had a player poached. Um, we we have talked about that. I do like that. Um, I do like that if you're in a round, you can't poach a guy that's got a, a an ADP higher than the round you're selecting. I like that yep. too. Um, I like things in here. I would protect more players. Uh, I do think this gives this really gives a lot to the expansion teams, but um, I can see this working too. Um, there's lots of ways to do it. This is more like a, we're going to turn into a keeper league for a year and then turn back to a dynasty. <laughs> so um, I don't. I if I was in this league, I would not be happy at all with only being able to keep two or three of my dynasty team, though. Yeah, I totally agree. Okay. Um, thank you, though, for Ben from Wisconsin. And uh, maybe that 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 uh, expansion works for someone else out there. So that's why we read these. Ryan, you want to read the next one? Oh, yes. boy. It looks yes. long. <laughs> well, well, we'll get through it here. I'm Jesse from Buffalo, New York. Thanks, Jesse. Uh, podcast has saved me many headaches over the years. Thank you. I'm slowly working my way through all of them. I'm going to make my questions short and sweet. Uh, and easy to find. Uh, Let's see. All right. Question one. I'm new to dynasty. And so, so is all, but one of the owners in my 12 man league after a decent amount of research, I put together our bylaws. I attached them uh, and chose MFL as a platform. Any advice, potential hiccups for new to dynasty MFL commissioners that come to mind? Um, Well, I mean, there's, there's a lot. That's a big question. Yeah, there, uh, there, are, yeah, there are a lot. Yeah, I would just say that MFL, they lay out their steps when you're setting up a new league, and um, there's a couple of those steps that you could potentially skip. Um, but overall, I would say follow those steps. Look at the uh, look at the options and the, uh, the the choices that you need to make. And if you go through each of those things, you're probably going to have some success setting up your league and, mm-hmm. uh, and probably know 
no hiccups, as you say. Um, MFL is also great about uh, great with customer service. Yeah. yeah, very very quick to respond. Uh, always always within a day. And honestly, if if you need to tag Scott or myself on Twitter, you can do that as well. We usually will know the answer to an MFL question. Yeah, and, usually. and we probably yeah. won't even take a day. We're probably less than a day to respond. Yeah. <laughs> uh, question two. Uh, he says, Ryan, I just listened to one of the episodes, and you briefly mentioned second chance dispersal leagues. Can you share your experiences with them? Can, can I throw problem? one more thing on question one before we move on to question two? Sure. Um, since you're a new commissioner, and all these owners are new to new to dynasty and you're new to dynasty as well. Um, There are going to be growing pains and hopefully just let your league mates know and like, uh, you know, have a best interest clause that you, you're always going to try to do what's best for the league when there's something not in the bylaws. Cause I'm, I'm sure you there's stuff missed or I'm sure a setting on MFL maybe didn't get done right. So um, hopefully just, make sure that your owners know, yes, there's going to be hiccups and we'll try to figure them out together. There'll be bumps, but uh, the more and more you get used to it, it'll be good. All right. Uh, Question two, I just listened to one of the episodes and you briefly mentioned the second chance dispersal leagues. Can you share your experience pros and cons? Uh, He says, I found an article you wrote in 2013. Wow. Can't believe that was that long ago. Uh, 2013 about starting one, but couldn't find the follow up to it. Uh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure if there was a follow-up to it, actually. I, I should, I should write one of those. Um, we did talk about the second chance rule. Uh, what was that, Scott? A couple episodes back maybe, but, um, basically the second chance rule involves uh, a dispersal draft. Normally, traditionally dispersal drafts are for new owners to the league. If you're bringing in two or more new owners, the second chance rule, all the, the only change is it allows current owners to join the dispersal draft. That's, um, that's by the idea behind their team by giving up their team, all of their team, not keep one or two, not keep their, you know, their favorite rookie or keep their one one pick. They give up everything if they want to get that second chance and to join the dispersal. We did talk about some, uh, some negatives with that uh, a couple weeks ago as well, or a couple episodes ago. Uh, the the big one is you might have an owner who counts on that second chance and basically treats it like a redraft, trades away all their picks, uh, really focuses on risky win now veterans, uh, and and then just jumps back in the the second chance draft. I, I don't I don't even see that as a negative, honestly, Scott. You called that just a, a different a, a different strategy. Yep, it's not that, a negative at all in my right, mind. Right, that's that's what I see it as well. It could be a negative for that team because if you don't have any openings uh, in that that off season, uh, if nobody else wants to join the second chance draft, now you now everybody is stuck with their own team. So it, that that play could be a little bit risky. Um, can Can I ask you a question? Just just it might help him or listeners. Sure. So if you're in a twelve man league, you're running a twelve man league, Ryan. You have one orphan, and that one orphan comes in. Do you still do a second chance? Do you st- you still do a second chance? You still offer it? Um, if I my my question is basically, let's say eleven teams come back, and I join your league as an orphan team. I take over this team. If another team wants to do a second chance, 
am I forced to give up the orphan team and we do a second chance dispersal or can I just keep the orphan team? That's how I do it. Um, I, the way I do it is any orphan, any new owners automatically in the second chance draft or the dispersal draft. Okay. And then, and then other teams can, uh, of course it's happened before that no other team wanted to. And, and that new owner just got their team and you just have to be, you, you have to be upfront with it. And that's, I had that situation a couple different times this year where I offered the team to somebody and I said, it may be this team as you see it, or it could be part of a second chance draft. Yep. We just have to wait and see. Uh, and if, if they're joining, understanding the rules and, and knowing that, then, you, you know, then you're covering yourself. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Jesse goes over some of his specifics uh, uh, of this league below and all of it looks good and pretty normal as I read through them. Um, I don't think we need to read through them. They're all basically pretty pretty common things. I'm just letting Jesse know. Uh, I like everything I read here, and it, it looks good. Right, Ryan? Yep, perfect. Yep. All right. Let's go on to the next one. Mike from Fort Bragg, North Carolina. Uh, hey, guys. Oh, actually, he had a number three, didn't he? Or no, Jesse said, I work in healthcare and with all this insanity going on, I've been super busy, don't have as much time to research as I would like. Any help you could offer me and the owners, I'll be taken care of. Thanks for the pod, Jesse. Uh, thank you for all you do, Jesse. Thank you for uh, working on those front lines right now that uh, uh, we're trying to do our part by staying at home. And it, it really uh, sucks we're in this situation, but it's uh, thank you for, uh, for doing what you do. Uh, on to Mike from Fort Bragg, North Carolina. Hey guys, love the pod. Keep it up. We will. We're doing a ton of them, Ryan. Feels we like are. we're doing a lot. I'm in some leagues that started last year, and some owners have taken a hard stance on offseason activity. It takes a week plus to get a response to a message or trade offer, and even some have said, "I'm just going to wait a few weeks before the season before I make any moves." Have you implemented bylaws that outline minimum requirements for activity in Dynasty, responding to trade offers within 20, 72 hours, voting on league changing, changing polls within one week, uh, three strikes policy and you're out, etc.? I'm sure we've tried most of these, Ryan. Uh, sometimes they work. Sometimes they don't. Usually they don't. Usually we get rid of them eventually. Um, it, people are who they are when it comes to Dynasty leagues. Those people that don't want activity exist – and safe leagues ran these old style leagues that are like 16 man dynasty leagues that those guys, they don't want any off season activity. They just want to draft before the season and then have the season because they're redraft mindsetted. And it sounds like you got a couple of these in this league. It's if you want more activity, you're probably just going to have to find new, find different owners is, is the, the key there. But I'll let Ryan respond as I, uh, yeah, I'll let Ryan respond. Yeah, it is tough. You're right. And and most often those things don't work. Um, I mean, I started the hyperactive leagues almost 15 years ago, obviously with activity as the, uh, as the staple of the league requiring uh, responses to trade offers within a certain time, requiring uh, votes on all, all uh, po- league polls and, um, and so on and so on, just just whatever you would consider league activity, really kind of the bare minimum of league activity. And 
you know, it, it worked for a long time and it, uh, it encouraged people to be active and then it just, it kind of faded away. And, um, that, you know, that kind of stinks, but that's, that's part of it. It really is more about your owners than your rules. Yeah, it's, it's, it is what it is. Uh, like I mentioned at the top of this question, it's just, we've tried all these and they just, you know, sometimes they work a little, sometimes they don't. Usually they don't. Uh, I, I, yeah, there's, there's no great recommendation of this because it's basically an owner issue. And it, even if you require that stuff, you're probably just going to be finding a new owner sometime, <laughs> sometime soon uh, with policies like that, or they'll just break them and you'll cave and not enforce the penalties or, um, I, you, you generally just come off looking really harsh with stuff like that and you're not going to change them. So, um, yeah, it's, I guess it's your call whether you want that owner in the league. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think that's about it, Ryan. We're, we're at about 30 minutes. I think that's it. We got stuff to do. Uh, <laughs> we're, we're really caught up too. We have a list of week 17 ideas that people have sent us. And we have one, two, three, four, five emails. That's, that's it. Ba- that's basically one show. We've done. We're, we've done two a week for several weeks now. I can't so, believe. I can't believe we're caught up. I feel I like know. we we did five years worth of work in in a, a couple of weeks. Well, when when after this episode, we will have done. I believe. 10 or 14, no, 12 episodes. We'll have done 12 episodes in seven weeks. Unreal. Unreal yeah. pace for us. Yeah. Maybe eight weeks. Something like that. Two months, whatever. Two months, we've done 12 episodes. It's crazy. So uh, thank you for uh, listening to all these episodes we've been uh, been producing. We'll be caught up soon. So if you have any questions to commishpod at gmail.com, they're likely going to be on an episode within the next two weeks. That's just, that's just where we're at with this. So uh, you can follow him on Twitter, Ryan MC 23. You can follow me on Twitter, Scott fish 24. Thanks for listening. Have a great day.